Hey, Conspiracy Kyle here. My new book, Intergalactic Totalitarianism, is now out on Amazon Kindle and paperback. I'm currently in production of the audiobook, so you'll be the first to know when that is out as well. Um, links will be in the show notes, so check it out if you're interested. Interested. Welcome to A Conspiracy in the Force, the show where we examine parallel conspiracies in a galaxy far, far away, in a galaxy not so far away. The show is designed as an introduction to modern day conspiracy theories by using Star Wars, one of the most beloved fictional universes, as a point of reference. Let's begin. The Book of Boba Fett, Episode 2. This episode had some deep-seated symbolism that I may want to do a deeper dive on in a future episode with a guest, but I wanted to at least give my thoughts on it in the interim. Let's talk first about the Tusken Raiders, specifically their weapon called the Gaffy Stick, also called a Gadurfi. At the end of the episode, we see Boba Fett crafting his own Gaffy Stick after going on a lizard-induced vision quest, which we'll tackle in a few minutes. The stick itself appeared to me to have some interesting symbology and synchronicity with the Kabbalah religion's Tree of Life. In the show notes, I'll link to my Instagram and Twitter posts about this, since it's a bit of a visual reference and may not come through correctly on a podcast. Basically, the Tree of Life is divided into ten sephirot, which are essentially different stages or attributes. From top to bottom and from left to right, these are as follows. Crown, understanding, knowledge, wisdom, strength, harmony, loving-kindness, surrender, foundation, victory, and finally at the very bottom, manifestation. Each of these sephira have a specific color matched with them. Now, the gaffy stick itself is a mostly wooden stick with two pointed ends. One end is a metal spike and one end is a wooden spike. If you hold the gaffy stick upright, the metal end would line up with the upper part of the Tree of Life, and the wooden spike would line up with the lower part of the Tree of Life. The metal spike lines up with the Knowledge Sephira, also called the Da'at. According to KabbalahExperience.com, this Sephira is for knowing, integrating an idea, identifying with it, an intimate connection. Color is gray for integration. So the color gray seems to equate to metal, so there's one connection. Also the word integration itself makes sense, as the metal is being integrated with the wood to complete the stick. Now let's look at the bottom most part, the wooden spike. It lines up with the sephira for manifestation, defined as being what manifests or is expressed. The color that lines up here is brown. So again, the color lines up. Brown is a shade of wood. Also, the word manifestation is important because of how this wood was obtained. 
In this episode, you see Boba Fett partaking in a ritual where he ingests the drug Spice, as well as a small lizard, into his nasal cavity. This was pretty new to Star Wars. He proceeds to wander through the desert until he comes upon a tree, a large crooked tree. It is from this tree that he obtains, or manifests, a branch that he brings back to the tribe to create his gaffy stick. Another interesting symbolization is the tree itself that he encounters in this scene. The tree binds him, and a branch from the bottom right part reaches out and attempts to ensnare him even further. It is this branch that he snaps off and uses to make his weapon. If you look back at the Tree of Life, this branch came from the Victory Sephira portion, which is located in the bottom right corner. This symbolizes him overcoming an obstacle. So some pretty interesting symbolism here that I'm looking into further. Again, I may bring a Kabbalah expert in to discuss this because there may be even greater significance to this than I'm even scratching the surface on here. One final note on the symbolism of this scene. The gaffy stick metal end could be aligned with the uppermost part of the Tree of Life called the crown. Because most crowns throughout our history have been made with precious metals. In this tree experience earned Boba a place amongst the tribe, if not one of the new leaders himself. Leaders have crowns. Now apart from the symbolism of this scene, let's talk about a few other things. In this episode you are starting to understand a little bit more about Boba's childhood development. In flashbacks he is seen watching his father Django leave to go on a mission, and he also sees visions of himself looking into his father's empty helmet after he was decapitated by Mace Windu. So Boba as a child experienced intense loneliness and sorrow. He was mentally broken. When we see him for the first time in Empire Strikes Back as the badass bounty hunter, you get the vibe that this dude doesn't listen to anyone or anything, only himself, much like Han Solo. He does jobs, gets paid, and moves on to the next. This all changes when he's swallowed up in the Sarlacc pit. He loses everything. He's taken as a prisoner by the Tuscans, but he proves his worth and earns their trust. To him, he is now part of a family, one he never got to truly have before. While this is portrayed as a positive experience for Boba, the type of trauma he went through as a child and adult are things that turn many in our world towards cults and large group communities in order to be a part of something something that people never had before. They are swayed to do things by charismatic leaders and become someone they aren't. These types of people are perfect vessels for brainwashing and mind control, and even some of these people have their psyche broken in two, as you would see with people who suffer from multiple personality disorder. This episode also gives us more clues about the political scheming and machinations that go on at the highest levels. The assassin who was captured says that the mayor of Mos Espa sent him. The mayor of Mos Espa, when confronted, subsequently kills the assassin. But in the same breath, he mentions that he was not the one responsible for this. As we know, politicians cannot and should not be taken at their word. 
So it's very possible he's a liar here. We also see that Boba is continuing to try to be a benevolent leader. He spares the assassin we just mentioned. And in the flashback sequences, he spares the drug runners that were running spice across the desert. I get the feeling that we are due to a return to form, however, for Boba Fett. In that he realizes that in this crime world, you have to sink to the depths of the criminals you are dealing with in order to survive. So, in a sense, he escaped from the vile depths of the Sarlacc pit, but he could be metaphorically returning to the depths of scum and villainy. This is a good analogy for any political leader in our world. I believe some of them start out with good intentions, but as their careers progress, they are brought down into the depths and the muck by those who are advising them, those who are paying for the campaigns, and possibly even those that are blackmailing them. They become the very thing that they've been fighting against. Just like Anakin, when he tried to save people, like his wife Padme. But in order to learn the skills that he thought he needed to save people, he ended up turning to the dark side and killing people in order to obtain the power to save people. The irony there is crazy. Thank you for listening, and may the Force be with you.